Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. We got some kind of exciting news. Uh, we've been picked up for automated ads from uh, from Spotify. So uh, there's a kind of a new system now. If you want to, uh, if you don't want to listen to the ads, there's like a 99 cent a month uh, subscription you can get. You will, you can bypass all the ads, or you know you can uh, uh, just listen to the ads and, and keep listening for free. Uh, we want to thank. Uh, I want to. I want to thank the Packwood Locker for sponsoring high school basketball, plus Brothers Market in Sigourney uh, and uh, uh, Eichelberger Farms in Wayland and uh, Henshaw Trailer Sales and Beyond Beautiful Benches of Richland for sponsoring high school basketball. We have Coach Islick of the Sigourney Savages uh, for our very first coach's uh, interview about basketball this season. Welcome to the program, Mitch. Great to be with you. Congratulations on all the great stuff going on with Round Guy Radio. We're we're fired up for you. Well, yeah, it's uh, we really did great. That we we grew uh, you know, seven thousand listeners in the uh, uh, foot just during the football season, and uh, we got seventeen thousand five hundred people listening all together. So we're we're on the drive for twenty thousand. That's that's the uh, order of the day for the basketball season is is let's get to twenty thousand listeners. But uh, uh. I'm sure that we're going to be well on our way after the, all the people interested in the Signory Savages get done listening to this episode. Uh, well, you've got kind of an exciting uh, uh, year ahead of you. Um, let's 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 talk hoops. Uh, what what do we need to know about the Signory Savages? Yeah, we are. We're excited. You know, it's always been a fun time of the year. You know, we just wrapped up our first week of practice, and uh, um, we've got a scrimmage coming up next week. Uh, we go over to Hillcrest. Uh, um, play against them. They're always, you know, a really good team. Coach Gingrich is a legend over there. He's done a, an incredible job with that program. You know, formerly IMS, now Hillcrest Academy, and uh, um, so that'll be a nice little test for us to kind of see where we're at. And then uh, we start um, a week from Tuesday uh, with the opener uh, against Iowa Valley at home. So hey, let, me, let me ask you before you get past too much past this Hillcrest Academy. Uh, yeah. They got a player named Grant Bender. What do you think of him, or have you seen him play? You know, I have not. You know, we don't know a ton about them. We played them in the summer. Um, we, we used to play them in the regular season, actually, um, and we haven't for a couple of years. Um, but uh, we uh, um, we I don't know a ton about them. You know, we don't do a whole lot of scouting uh, for scrimmages. Uh, just, you know, it's more just kind of get together, see another team and play. But, yeah, I mean, they – you know, they're good year in and year out. And like I said, Coach Fingers does an amazing job. And uh, um, that'll be a really, really good scrimmage for us because we know they'll, they'll be well-schooled and they'll be they'll be a good team. And, uh, um, yeah, it'll be fun to kind of see what they got. Uh, we, we play a lot of teams in that Super Conference now. Uh, we've added a couple into our schedule. And uh, um, so we know a lot about that league. And uh, um, it's always really competitive and really tough over there. Yeah, well, let me know what you think of it. He's a pretty great player. So uh, mm-hmm. let's get back to the Savages, though. Uh, uh, let me ask you something about practice and uh, games. Uh, how long does it, you know, how, 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 how do you determine, you know, the pecking order and the, the first team guy and the second team guy and how to utilize the guy? Uh, um, you know, that's kind of the weeding out process that you got to do through these practices. And, 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 and what's the difference between practice and in-game play? You know what I mean? Is there, there a difference there? Yeah, I mean, this first these first couple of weeks, yeah, you're trying to figure out who who can play with who, and you know, we we lost our top three uh, players from a year ago as seniors, um, so we're just kind of trying to piece things together a little bit right now and figure out you know who needs to be out there, uh, and and I mean, at the beginning of the season during the, the preseason stuff, you know, you do focus more on the fundamentals, you put some stuff in, 
uh, you know, offensively, defensively. Um, and you do have a lot of time to work on just kind of yourselves. And then, you know, once the game start, you're really preparing for other teams. You're looking at, um, you know, what they do. You're, you're talking about kind of the offense they run, what they do defensively. And then, I mean, you're still working on yourselves, but you just don't have as much time to do that as you do in the preseason. So uh, pretty important uh, these first couple of weeks that you have a big block without games uh, to really, you know, focus on yourselves and, and, and work on a lot of those fundamental stuff. And, you know, I mean, really the kids, you know, they, they really improve in the summer and, you know, the kids that were around the summer playing for us, uh, we played in the league at Lone Tree and we had open gyms, you know, two, three times a week. And uh, uh, that's when they really improved. And those kids that were in there this summer did get a lot better and they put themselves in a good spot to, to be out on the court uh, during the season. And, uh, and now it's just kind of, you know, trying to, to get everybody on the same page and, and figure out, um, you know, what needs to be done to, to, to be as successful as, as we can when, when the games start here in, in about a week and a half. Do you have a free hand to uh, schedule as many play, uh, preseason games as you want? Or Yeah, the, you, you, can, you can do um, throughout the whole season up to three um, scrimmages um, that don't count. Uh, you can only play 21 regular season games, um, and, but you get the three scrimmages. So we do the one uh, before, uh, and then we have one over Christmas break where we scrimmage against Eddieville, Blakesburg, Fremont, and Holy Trinity um, are coming to our place in December. Uh, and then you kind of have one free. You know, we may look to do one at the end of the year. We have a, a pretty big break between uh, uh, when our last regular season game and the first tournament game. We have about 10 days between there, so it might be nice to, to try to find someone to try to keep ourselves uh, – um, kind of uh, locked in uh, late in the year. So so you get three, and you can spend them however you want. You can use all three uh, before the season. I know our girls have, have done two already. Um, they, they've already played twice, and then they have their first uh, regular season game Tuesday. And so uh, it's a little bit different. Uh, everyone does it a little bit differently, but that's kind of how we do it uh, uh, to use those three. Well, I think that's a great idea because uh, staying sharp and, and your timing probably more important in basketball than about any other sport, isn't it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, just, you know, you can pick up a basketball for even three or four days and all of a sudden you're, you know, feel a little bit off. So, so yeah, I mean, you want to, you want to try to stay as sharp as possible and, and yeah, you just, especially at the end of the year, you don't want to go into, you know, the most important games of the year in the postseason being a little rusty. So, uh, so yeah, we'll definitely have to look into that. We don't have anything lined up yet, but kind of see who else is in a similar spot. And, and really you kind of want to wait because a lot of years you'll get the, um, You'll get, you know, snow outs or, uh, or, or uh, you know, bad weather, you know, situations where you're making up games at the end of the year. So if that's the case, then we won't need to. But uh, it just kind of depends how the schedule plays out. But uh, so what about uh, so let's talk about your personnel. It sounds like you're, you're not quite making wholesale changes, but, uh, you know, you, you got to replace 65 percent of what you did, your starters last year. So, uh, so. yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're going to miss Levi. Ethan and Bo, uh, our three seniors, you know, they were out there, you know, 99% of the time, you know, those uh, two, you know, all three of those guys were out there a lot. They didn't come off the court a whole lot last year, but we do have some experience back. Um, we've got two starters back, Carson Weber and Cole Clarahan. Uh, they both had really nice football years for us um, and just good athletes, good kids. Um, uh, so they'll have to do more. Uh, this year um, Isaac Bruns who is a sophomore for us this year he played a ton of minutes for us last year as a freshman he he came off the bench he was our sixth man but he really played minutes um, of a starter uh, he played a lot of minutes uh, he was out there at the end of a lot of games um, 
last year. Uh, I think he's going to take a huge jump forward this year. We're going to ask him to do a lot more uh, than we did last year. So I'm really excited to see what Isaac can do this year. He's one of those kids that really worked hard this summer and played a lot of basketball. And, and so I think that, that he'll do a nice job for us. And then we got a few other seniors that had got some playing time last year. Uh, Ty Shafranik and Clay Morris, they were kind of our you know seventh, eighth man. Uh, got a little bit of time, kind of depending on the night, and uh, they're gonna gonna be asked to do a lot more this year as well. Uh, and then um, we had a few other seniors, uh, Matt Brainer and Clayton Visser, uh, who have been on the roster, haven't gotten a whole lot of time out there on the varsity level. That you know will get an opportunity. And then um, Kale Clarahan, a junior who did a nice job. Uh, and then a couple of newcomers, Cole McKay, Solon Yates, um, who uh, we think have some potential. They're young, uh, but uh, are skilled. Um, and I think uh, they'll get an opportunity as well. So we feel pretty good about our depth um, right now, um, just kind of what we've got. Uh, we've got um, uh, seven seniors. we got only one junior. Uh, and then we have a lot of freshmen and sophomores. So we're, uh, we're pretty excited about uh, the future, um, but uh, we're also excited about what we think that this team can do this year. Well, uh, uh, let's talk about who, who do you got that can play inside, score inside for you? Yeah, I mean, that, that, you know, to be honest with you, that's going to be one of our um, one of our issues. I don't want to say issues, but that's going to be one of our uh, things, um, things that we're going to have to to deal with. Um, is just that we we don't have a ton of size. Uh, we don't have a ton of, of an inside presence. Um, so we're going to have to we're going to figure that out. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's one thing in basketball. You know, they always say you can't teach size uh, when you don't have it. Uh, you know, like we don't. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things you got to kind of work around, but, um, we got a lot of really tough kids, a lot of physical kids, but just, you know, height wise, we're not very big. Um, so, you know, uh, coach Tremel, uh, who has been our girls coach, he's now, um, our assistant on the boys side. He's, uh, he's kind of, he's put a new offense in for us that I really like that, you know, we're going to try to be aggressive attack in the basket and, and try to score inside, but not really on kind of your traditional, like post up stuff inside. So. Um, so yeah, so uh, that it'll be interesting to see uh, kind of how we can counteract that. Last year we had Bo inside, who was kind of our big guy, and we leaned on him a lot inside. And we don't have that this year, uh, but uh, we'll uh, we'll do the best we can with with what we got. Well, who do you have there? Your outside shooters, your perimeter shooters, your three point guys. Yeah, Carson Weber last year really shot the ball well from for us from three. Um, he he did a really good job. So I, I think that we'll. We'll lean, we'll lean on him uh, to try to shoot the ball from outside. Uh, and then, um, you know, Ty Shafronik's a really good shooter. I think that we'll have him from outside um, who can shoot it well. And like I said, we got a lot of guys who really do a good job of getting the ball to the rim and attacking the basket um, and, and finishing. And we got a lot of, you know, kids that are just real smart uh, basketball players. So uh, we'll, uh, it, it'll kind of be one of those things where I think that we'll kind of figure out how we're best on the offensive end as the year goes on. Um, and, and try to figure out how we can be the most effective to score. Well, uh, there's a shot clock this year. Uh, is that going to change anything the way you do? And uh, 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 how do you think it's going to affect the season? Yeah, that, you know, I mean, I think that, you know, from our standpoint, it's not really going to affect what we try to do a whole lot, to be honest with you. I mean, we, you know, we're not a team that, you know, wanted to try to really hold the ball a whole lot and, and be real patient. We want to try to get a good shot as quick as we could. Um, but I do think that it will um, factor in at the end of games. I mean, there'll be a lot of scenarios where, you know, if we're, you know, maybe behind by 
you know, four or five points at the end of the game with a minute left. We don't feel like we need to foul. We can, you know, try to just, you know, get a defensive stop where, you know, teams would, teams would hold the ball. Um, and, and, and we, you know, we think that we can, you know, maybe play the end of the game scenarios a little bit differently this year, but it'll be fun. I mean, I think it's a good thing for high school basketball. And, you know, I saw it at our girls scrimmage last night and it really, you know, it really was pretty smooth and, uh, There'll probably be some hiccups uh, along the way, just kind of figuring some things out. But I think overall, it's a really good thing and uh, something that um, we'll uh, we'll definitely uh, um, be excited about. Yeah, I'm excited about. It. I think it's going to make this, the the games a lot more exciting. Uh, tell me about your defense. Who's who's going to make the presence on defense, Phil? Yeah, we. Uh, I think that's where we're really going to hang our hat this year as uh, on the defensive end. I think that you know we're going to have to really you know, do our best to, you know, to slow teams down, to stop, to stop teams. Um, and uh, I think that um, that's really going to be what is going to be important for us is, is just being able to, to slow teams down on the defensive end, because, you know, I think that some nights we may have some trouble scoring it. So, um, so really defensively, we're going to have to be solid. We've really worked hard on that this first week. And uh, um, I mean, you know, a Cole Clarehan, great defender, um, you know, Clay Morris, another really good defender, and you know, Isaac Bruns is a really good defender as well. So uh, I think that we'll, uh, that's really where we'll need to be good. And, and I think that that's something that the kids, you know, that's something that uh, last year we did a pretty good job, especially late in the year was really, really worked on the defensive end. Well, it doesn't surprise me. Those guys are very athletic uh, that you mentioned. Yep. You know, I've, I've been watching them in multiple sports for a while. Uh, tell me about your depth. Yeah, I, I think that's one thing. I think that's one of our strengths right now. I mean, you know, we've been, in practice here we've been working and we've got you know i mean we got eight nine ten guys that we feel pretty good about um and i think that's one thing that we can really hopefully take advantage of i think that's one thing in our conference that you know a lot of teams don't have you know they've got maybe you know five six guys they feel pretty good about uh, i think we do have have some depth this year and which is nice because you know it's it's a grind of a season i mean there's a lot of um there's a lot of uh, times when, you know, we're playing three, four games a week and we, uh, we have to make sure that, you know, we're keeping our kids fresh and, and so they can play well late in the year. So uh, we've got, you know, like I said, we've got the we've got seven seniors right now that are you know, six seniors, excuse me, that have been out uh, and played a lot of basketball. And then we've got, um, you know, just the one junior and then, uh, we've got a host of freshmen and sophomores and, you know, a lot of those kids aren't ready for the varsity level yet. They'll play a lot of JV, but, um, but eventually down the road that um, we hope to keep uh, as many of them out and, and hopefully be able to, to take advantage of, of having um, a really good depth for a few years to come. Well, what conference are you in? We're in the South Iowa Cedar league uh, and we're split into, um, we're split into two divisions. So we have an East and a West so the, um, the, the East is the one that we are in and that's with, um, that's with Kyoto, Belle Plaine, Iowa Valley, uh, English Valleys and Tri-County are on our side. So we play them all twice. And then, uh, the other side, uh, we just play those teams once during the year. So that'd be like Montezuma, North Mahaska, Linville, Sully, those teams are over there on that side. Well, tell me a little bit about that conference and, uh, who do you expect out of there to really challenge? Yeah, I mean, on our side, on the east side, I think Kyoto's the favorite. Um, they've got a really nice ju- junior group um, uh, of kids, uh, Sawyer Stout, uh, Cole Kindred, Evan Vitito, uh, kids that, um, Aiden Anderson, uh, kids that uh, were very successful for us in football uh, again this year. 
Uh, and then uh, Bell Plains always solid. Uh, they did graduate a little bit, but they uh, they do a nice job. Uh, Coach Northup does a really good job over there. Um, and then on the other side of the conference, I think is, is where really the the uh, the top teams in the league are are on the other side on the west. Um, you know, North Mahaska, they were a state tournament team a year ago. They return a lot. They return probably their three best players. Um, Linville Sully uh, was who North Mahaska beat in the sub-state final to get to state. They return just about everything as well. So uh, those teams will be – they'll be a handful uh, for us um, for sure. Uh, Montezuma, and they, they're, they're just two years off of the state championship uh, in Class 1A. Uh, they've got a really nice senior class as well. So you know, it, it's a it's a really competitive league. Um, it's a really really tough league. I think our league our league is a little bit underrated, honestly. I think that um, uh, year in year out, uh, we have some really good teams. We have I think it's been you know five or six years in a row we sent at least one team to the state tournament, and uh, um, we uh, I think we got a pretty good chance to do it again this year uh, from one of those teams. So uh, it'll be a really tough it'll be another really tough year in our league and. Uh, um, but that's good. I mean, that's what you want. You want to play, you know, they're really good competitive teams and there's a lot of talent in our area. I mean, some of our non-conference games too, we've got, you know, Pekin and Waco on our schedule, a couple of, of really solid ball oh, clubs. That's not, those are like fun games. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe, <laughs> but, uh, they, uh, they're tough. So, uh, be fun games to watch. Not, not, not really fun games when you're watching film for, four hours trying to prepare for them and scratching your head on how you're going to slow some of those kids down. But, uh, but yeah, uh, it's, uh, but fun games to watch and yeah. games to get out and, and see. Well, that, that'll, it'll be fun for the people of Southeast Iowa to see. Those yes, matches. exactly. Uh, yep. uh, that, that, that is going to be, uh, I, I want to ask you, uh, some questions about your schedules, certain games I'm a little interested in. Uh, do you, when you play Linville Sully, is that in Sigourney or is that up there? That will be there this year because okay. they came to our place last year. So we, we do go there. I think that's the first game after Christmas. Is the Pekin game a home game or an away game? That Pekin game is a home game. Yep, that's here. And that is um, the that first Saturday um, after Christmas. I think uh, I got the schedule right here. It is um, January 7th, Saturday, a Saturday afternoon. Is the Waco game home or away? That is... That one is um, – oh, let me look. I'm trying to remember if we went there last year or not. That is at Waco. They came to our place. That's right before Christmas, so, uh, Monday, the, December 19th. And then when will the uh, when will the two uh, Kyoto Sigourney matchups be? We play Kyoto the first week of the year at Kyoto. That's December 2nd. And then we play them uh, January 20th at home. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, those are some great. Uh, those will all be some really fun matchups for everybody to watch. Uh, what other games do you have that you think will be challenging, and uh, uh, other opportunities to see uh, really good basketball teams play your team? Yeah, I mean, you know, just, just kind of right out of the gate, we started at home with Iowa Valley. They were they had a great year last year. I think they were nineteen and three uh, last year. Maybe, maybe finished twenty and four. Uh, um, they had a really really good year. Uh, so we open with them and then we have Kyoto, um, at their place. So pretty tough uh, first week for us. And then, uh, you know, I mean, we've got a really busy schedule before Christmas. We've got, uh, you know, three straight non-conference, um, games. Um, um, my daughter's pretty excited about the schedule as too. Viv, I'll be with you in just a sec, sweetheart. Um, 
they've got uh, we've got Columbus Junction on a Monday night. Uh, we've got Cardinal of Eldon on a Monday night, and then we've got Waco on a Monday night, um, all right at the beginning of the year. And then you know we roll back and play that Tuesday a conference game after all three of those. So it's going to be a really busy stretch. We've got you know Monday Tuesdays three weeks in a row, and um, you know uh, three pretty challenging non non conference games in there. So. Uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, I mean, the best thing about basketball is that, you know, you play so much, you know, we're coming off of football and, you know, you got one game a week and, you know, you prepare for it and, you know, you're ready for it. And with basketball, it's like, you know, you got some three, some even four game weeks where, you know, you're pretty darn busy. So, so that's, uh, that's something that, um, you know, as coaches, uh, you know, you, you spend a lot of time watching film and watching yourselves and watching other teams. And, but, uh, the kids love it because they start to play right away and, the games are the fun part, not practices. So uh, they're excited about that. But yeah, there'll be a lot of opportunities to watch uh, Sigourney basketball uh, this uh, this winter, and uh, gets kicked off uh, um, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving uh, with Iowa Valley at home. You know, I don't understand why if you don't have a, a, any games in a week, they call it the bye week. And when you got four four games in the week, I think they should call that the bye week. That's when you tell your family bye. There's a lot of weeks where we score for the kids, the kids spend more time with the coaches than they do with their parents. So yeah. uh, I think that maybe, uh, I don't know. I don't know who likes that more. Well, I think uh, the parents but, uh, appreciate that. Uh, yeah. cer- certainly the winners there. Uh, well, uh, how can we follow the team? Uh, are the, is the radio station just going to mic you up and make you do double duty <laughs> or? Yeah, no, I wish that would be fun. Yeah, I would love that. I I had a ton of fun doing the uh, football games again this year on Thunder Country. But yeah, I think you know, excitingly, Thunder Country um, is picking up. Uh, um, I think a lot of the home games uh, for us um, on Thunder Country, where there is a video uh, to watch this year, oh, they haven't done that in years past. And uh, so I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but that's kind of what Joe and uh, Lee had been talking about. Uh, and then we we do have a radio only option, uh, KMCN. Um, broadcast a lot of our games. They'll do some of the road ones too. Um, uh, that's uh, um, a station here locally in Sigourney uh, through KBOE and Oskaloosa. Um, they do a really nice job as well um, covering us. Uh, and then, uh, um, and then you know, other years we you know we've had uh, just the stream on our school website as well. So you could probably get to to it there. Um, as well, um, just on our school website, they have a live stream link where you can watch um, the games as well. So the home games, I know you're going to be able to watch uh, watch those on video. And then on the road, it kind of varies. I mean, some some schools do some stuff. I don't think that uh, Thunder Country will be following on the road, but I'm not sure on that either. So we'll keep you updated as we kind of find out exactly what the uh, how the programming is going to look for uh, for us this year. But, um, but yeah, there'll, there'll definitely be a lot of chances to watch us. And, man, that, that is convenient when it's, you know, negative five degrees and, uh, and cold, you know, uh, stay in the house, throw us on the, the live stream, throw us on the TV, however you watch it, and enjoy and enjoy the game and, and make sure that you thank Joe, uh, the sponsors, and then all the people at KMZN as well. Well, I interviewed Joe Millage at the uh, uh, Bacon Fest, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we get round we gave you the round guy radio high school football man of the year award. Uh, yeah, deservingly, yeah. Yeah, deservingly. because he does more than anyone else. And you know, I mean, five six thousand people a weekend are, are have an eye on one of his, uh, you know, football broadcasts. And yep. I'm sure the basketball numbers are similar. And uh, uh, that's going to be terrific. And it's going to help me a lot keep up because 
for me, I, I like to, you know, watch as many games as I can. And yep. uh, so I can kind of stay up on what's going on. And sounds like you guys got to have a really fun season. Uh, it's, I, I know we're going to come, you're going to get the round guy game of the week several times. I was kind of plotting out some of those. Uh, uh, it's going to be an exciting season. You sound like you're all charged up and ready to go. Um, well, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, I think I think we covered it. Yeah, we uh, we really do appreciate your guys' coverage of uh, Sigourney uh, Athletics, and uh, we're uh, we're pretty like I said, we're pretty fired up for it. Yeah, I mean Joe Millich, you know, uh, incredible. It's a very well deserved honor for Joe. He he does a ton for for sports uh, in our area as well, high, high school sports, and getting it out there and getting the kids uh, um, be able to you know to, to see them perform and do what they love. And uh, uh, so yeah, we're really excited to, to partner up with them again. Hopefully. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, we, uh, we're, we're ready to, to rock and roll and it'll be fast and furious. Once it gets started, it feels like, uh, take a couple deep breaths and all of a sudden you're into February and ready for the tournament. So, uh, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing you out there, uh, for the round guy radio games of the week. And, uh, and, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk to you soon. Did you, uh, um, how many games a week on average are you going to play? Say that again. Like what's an average week, two games, three games, how many games a week? Yeah, we all we basically always have two conference games a week. We play our conference games on Tuesdays and Fridays, um, and then uh, and then just depends on non-conference games. Like I said, that before Christmas, I think we have three straight Mondays. So we have so we have three uh, three non-conference uh, Monday nights. So those will be three game weeks. So yeah, I mean two two or three is probably about pretty standard. I I know last year we had a couple four game weeks. I don't think I think uh, our athletic director, Coach Crawford helped my sandy out a little bit and kind of got rid of those four game weeks. Um, but uh, we may have one or two in there as well. So, yeah, I mean, once we get started, there's a lot of games, two, at least two. Uh, before I let you go, who are some of your assistant coaches? Because you can't do this all by yourself. you got to have some assistant coaches help you scout and help you watch film and, and uh, work with players. I mean, you got to have some good help, don't you? Yeah, you know, we're, we're really fortunate because um, our uh, – uh, our assistant uh, coach this year uh, is uh, Coach Tremel. Uh, he was our head girls coach. Uh, he's been a head boys coach uh, at um, HLV and in Oskaloosa. So he's got a ton of experience coaching. Uh, he does an incredible job. Uh, he came over from the girls' side. Um, so he's really helped us a ton here. I mean, we're going to miss, you know, we've had Alan Sellers and Bruce Hahn the last couple of years as assistants, and they did a terrific job. And, they were ready for a little bit more free time. You know, they do a lot of coaching for us. They do, they do football, they do uh, track. Um, so they're pretty busy. So they needed a little bit of time off. And uh, so coach Chummel, uh stepped in there and uh, he's helping out um, as the assistant and, and has done an incredible job here this first week. And so, yeah, like you said, I mean, they, those are the real unsung heroes or the assistant coaches because they spend probably even more time, you know, they're coaching JV games, they're coaching, you know, uh, Coach Chummel's coaching a lot of youth stuff, and so uh, they're doing a lot of a lot of basketball, and they make it work. And uh, and then our junior high coach, uh, we we've got a pretty darn good junior high coach too, uh, Coach Jensen. I know you you talked to him a little bit in the falls. Uh, he coaches our seventh and eighth graders, uh, and does a great job with them. And they don't start until after Christmas, so um, he's got a little bit of a break right now, but. Uh, he'll get rolling, and Coach Jensen does a phenomenal job with our younger kids as well. So uh, we've got a pretty good, uh, a pretty good, and uh, highly qualified coaching staff uh, uh, here uh, in Sigourney for sure. It's a feeder system, just like uh, you know, like in baseball, you got A ball and and double A and triple A. That's essentially what your your junior varsity and your uh, lower programs are. They just uh, they're just all 
you know, all working to the same same ends. Yeah, I mean, if they get to if they get to us in high school and they don't have the skills, it's too late. So, uh, so yeah, we we need those uh, those younger uh, coaches and you know, at the youth level, and you know, even as low as you know, second, third, fourth grade to to work with the kids, and that's that's how you become successful. So, yeah, you're 100 percent right. We've got some good people there, and I think you'll you'll start to see that show in here in the next couple of years for Sacred Basketball. There's the stories about Coach Stone uh, when he was at Pekin. He would uh, he would look over the kindergartners. Yeah, yeah, I, you know what I mean? Yep, I, I, I teach elementary PE, so I'm scouting those kids out every day over at the <laughs> elementary school. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, on behalf of all of our listeners, I thank you so much. If every coach's interview goes like this, we're going to hit our 20,000 in no time because you always have such good information, not just on your team, but on all the other teams that you're going to play and, and helps us get expand our coverage a little bit. You do a great job, and thank you for being with us, Mitch. Yeah, I appreciate it. I always love talking with you. So anything you need, let us know. And we'll, uh, we'll definitely look forward to talking Sigourney Hoops this winter. We'll be talking to you periodically through the season, I guarantee you. Sounds great.